0: Welcome to casual swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun folks. This isn't Dr. Phil now consider yourself the listener properly advised.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Casual Swinger. It's episode 6, The Naked Truth, Raw and Uncensored. What do you think of that, dear?
0: I love it.
1: Yeah, this is a big episode for us. We're super excited. It's a special episode, something that we haven't done before, uh, which, you know, we've been talking about doing this for a while, and uh, I think initially we thought maybe it was going to be a segment and turned out being the whole damn show, right?
0: It did, and we had so much fun doing it.
1: Yeah, it was super cool. We're definitely gonna have to do it again. And I think we might have turned Frank and Sheila into podcasters.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they they were totally on board with being special guests again. And I would love to have them.
1: Well, we're gonna tell you guys more about the Naked Truth here in a couple of minutes. But before we get into that, Mallory, why don't you tell folks what we've been up to?
0: Oh, so much lately. So we ended up at Secrets for a Halloween party a couple weeks ago, which was awesome. Everyone looked amazing and the club was packed. Um, We went on a date night, which went fantastic. Met a great couple locally. I'm very excited about that as well. Um, And we have some big news when it comes to travel. We do, don't we? We do. So, everyone out there, we have a February trip to Hedonism 2 opened up. We'll be traveling with Rachel's Rascals. And if you'd like to travel with Casual Swinger, please go to our website And sign up under travel with us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys haven't been on our website lately, go check it out. We have a brand new section called travel with us. And, you know, there's a lot of other podcasts, websites, groups out there that they monetize in different ways. And maybe that's, they do Patreon or they do, you know, whatever. That's not really our bag. We're not trying to make money at this. If you want to travel with us, you book with the same people we do. We book with Rachel's Rascals. So I put a link up there. That link, when you fill it out, it goes to us and it goes to our friend Jim at Rachel's Rascals. So we don't make any money off of this. It's not an affiliate link. It's just one of those things where we thought maybe our friends and our listeners might want to actually go where we go and party with us. So that's a way to do it.
0: Yeah, and I love that idea. So I'm looking forward to hopefully some listeners signing up up making new friends and connections and getting away from the winter not that it gets very cold here in florida but
1: yeah god right i think well what the other morning it was what 68 and i had a sweatshirt and sweatpants on i
0: know you've acclimated i'm so proud
1: i'm a true floridian but i wore (laughs) flip-flops
0: yes you did and then um Yeah, so the other big news would be the Naked Truth episode.
1: Oh, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Naked Truth. What is the Naked Truth? So lots of podcasts out there do interviews. They have people in studio. They go see people. And for us, we thought we'd do something a little different. So here's the format for the Naked Truth. We give the people we're going to interview some parameters. We give them an interview sheet that Mallory made up, right? Yep. And that sheet lets them pick two things they won't talk about. And other than that, everything is on the table. So pure, unadulterated, raw and uncensored naked truth. But what else is naked about it?
0: Us and them. (laughs) The only thing you're allowed to wear during the interview is a name tag.
1: That's it. They are ass naked when we do these interviews. So we are ass naked. They are ass naked. And I got to tell you, it was a little uh, disconcerting to sit across from Frank while he sat there and played with his cock the whole time we talked to him.
0: That was fantastic. Actually, I think when we got there and Frank greeted us with a naked hug, he was ready to go. Oh, he was naked when we got there. He was.
1: Yeah, so we actually went to Frank and Sheila's place to do this interview, which uh, was over a little further in South Florida. And uh, we learned some things about these. We've known these guys for a few years.
0: We have, and it feels like a lifetime, which is a great thing about meeting people in the lifestyle. There's that deep connection, and I feel like I've been friends with them my entire life. Right. But yeah, they they did uh, reveal a few interesting things we did not know well, about him right
1: off the bat. When he leans over, and so these guys are going to Hito with us here next week, and so and everybody that's going to Hito as far as the girls go, is holding off for that last wax before they go, which means <laughs> there's some hairy bitches around this
0: pool. <laughs> I can't believe you're calling us out. Yes, it's the week before, so we get waxed on Thursday. Um, so the bushiness was not. All just the foliage that surrounded us outside of Frank and Sheila's. It was
1: so funny because Frank leans over and takes a giant snort off of Sheila's armpit. And I was like, wait a minute. What was that? And it was one of, one of his kinks that was revealed while we were there. Yeah. Right. So this is part of what's coming up. You guys are going to hear this whole interview in its entirety. But one of the kinks that didn't really come through, because I didn't really react to it in the moment, because I wasn't sure what I was witnessing, is it turns out he's got a kink for the, the smell of a woman. And the yes, he does.
0: The all natural version of a woman. Oh, yeah.
1: And he loves mm-hmm. the hair and everything yeah. else. So, so Sheila's sitting there in all her glory. And she's gorgeous. Uh, the picture, if you didn't see it, I did a teaser picture of Mallory and Sheila on Instagram and Twitter this week to let you guys know this episode was coming. But she's gorgeous. Mallory's gorgeous. It was a very good day for us, but the girls had some fur down below.
0: Yeah, we did. And we rocked it. Oh, they did.
1: It was so hot. And it was so cool. But that's, that's the cool part about Naked Truth, right? It was completely unadulterated just bedlam and when i buy bedlam i mean there were dogs barking there were planes going over there were cars going by yeah it-
0: we, we did the interview outside so there's going to be some peripheral noise it's not the same quality you're used to when we're in studio but trust me folks it's so worth it highly entertaining and a a good um, listener question segment that we did with them, which was
1: really the whole point, right, of bringing Frank and Sheila into this episode. Uh, Frank and Sheila live pretty much on the opposite end of the political spectrum from from us, even though you know we we tend to be we tend to be uh, middle of the road type folks. Like, listen to everybody, care what everybody has to say. We're, we're we're very positive folks. They are more polarizing, and we had a listener question come in a couple weeks ago about what happens when you find out that someone in the lifestyle is on the opposite end of the political spectrum for you so i said you know what let's go to our 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 favorite you know crunchies uh, frank and sheila and let's ask this question so we did we had a discussion with those guys about what happens when you have political differences it was a great discussion to cap off our visit with frank and sheila and we really think you guys are going to enjoy it Uh, and it may give you especially this day and age in this social climate a little bit of perspective So next time we get together uh, here on Casual Swinger, it's going to be, what, Thanksgiving?
0: It is. We're releasing our next episode after this one, episode seven, the day before Thanksgiving, which I am very excited about. Um, It gives all our listeners something to listen to while they're stressing over, you know, cooking and family and all the happenings that week. Um, So hopefully we'll entertain you and take away some of that stress and give you a few laughs.
1: I've been on my keto diet for like three weeks, so food sounds really good I to know, me. Right I know. Right. I
0: can't wait to eat all day on Thursday that week. Um, but something we're going to be doing in that episode is t- 10 things to be thankful for in the lifestyle, which I, I think you guys are really going to enjoy.
1: Oh, absolutely. And of course, we're going to talk about the recap from keto, some live interviews from the zoo, yes. which is going to be fun. Yes. And last but not least, we've got a Twitter battle that you guys should keep up on that Twitter battle. And we can talk about it now because they're not going to hear this. Uh, but actually, no, they will. We can, but we can talk about it a little bit. We have a Twitter battle coming up next week at Hedo. And uh, you guys should pay attention for that. The hashtag you should look for is Hedo versus Desire 2018. So that's hashtag Hedo versus Desire 2018. Our friends from Swinging Down Under are going to be on the resort the same week we are. We are going to be with the average swingers at Hedonism. So Jay and Angie, uh, shout Shout out out to you guys. Yeah, what's up? (laughs) So we're going to hang out with uh, Jay and Angie and the Swingers Down Under and a few other podcasters are going to be at Desire.
0: That's true. That's true. And we also have the Bliss Cruise stopping by for a day.
1: Oh, yes, we do. During our
0: pool party, which is going to be amazing.
1: So there is going to be some epic shit happening on social media next week, guys. Don't miss out. Please participate in the fun. We are looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, actually, my ask of you guys is if you're following us on Twitter during this battle, post your pictures too.
1: Yeah, we want to see what you guys got. So we're really looking forward to this. So speaking of what you guys got, Mallory, why don't you tell everybody where they can reach out to us, where they can find us?
0: All right, guys, you can find us at www.casualswinger.com. And don't forget, if you have any questions or want to contact us directly, it's podcast at Casual Swinger. And you can find us as Casual Swinger, everyone else. Uh, that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Cassidy and SLS.
1: Absolutely. So she's, uh, I think I say absolutely every time she does it because I'm so impressed that she remembers everything. Kind of like that waitress that remembers all the specials and the entire menu, and you just kind of look at her with your mouth open going, how do you remember all this Well,
0: also keep in mind, you're the guy I sent to the grocery store to get bread, and you come back with 30 items that are not bread.
1: And no bread.
0: And no bread. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So there's a method to my madness, guys. That's how not to get sent to the grocery store by Mickey Casual Swinger. (laughs) <laughs> but hey, let's uh, let's get into the episode without further ado. This is The Naked Truth. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this and you'll come back and join us at Thanksgiving for episode seven. But enjoy our friends Frank and Sheila and uh, learning a little bit more about political division. You guys are listening to Casual Swinger. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first ever Naked Truth with us here at Casual Swinger. I'm Mickey. I'm Mallory. And we've got a couple of special guests for you here today. We're sitting poolside in the breeze here in Florida. It's like 70 degrees, so it's probably the worst day ever of the year to do this. (laughs) But we said, hell with it. We're going to give it a go. We've got some guests here for you And Frank and Sheila. Say hi, guys. Hey, how are you?
0: Welcome, guys. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for joining us today.
1: So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what the Naked Truth is. The Naked Truth is a special segment that we're going to do every once in a while for you on Casual Swinger, and it's an interview format where we're going to talk to swingers like you, about you, the things you do, the places you go, and we're going to hear some of their special stories. But there's a couple of twists to the Naked Truth. Mallory, you want to tell them what those twists are?
0: Sure, sure. So the first uh, twist is this interview is done completely naked, which is awesome because I love my naked folks.
1: Uh, yeah, and, uh, I've got naked uh, people there around is. me right now. <laughs> Everybody is ass naked.
0: And it it's also a metaphor. This is a, a unfiltered, real conversation uh, between four people here. Um, the other, only other rule is no questions off limits. Um, you guys got a pre-interview form. And anything that was listed there, we're not going to discuss. But everything else is... Uh, fair game yeah
1: so unlike some of our future uh interviewees you guys chose not to fill out the form like, <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna tell yeah, you guys whatever you want to know awesome. right <laughs> yeah all right so that's pretty cool uh but this is the naked truth and that's what it's all about so anybody that's interested in joining us for the naked truth keep in mind you got to be ass naked with nothing but your name tag So that's kind of how this goes, and I'm sitting with three beautiful naked people to get into our format a little bit today. So how often are we going to do it? Eh, we'll probably do it every couple of months or as often as we've got good stuff. So let's talk a little bit about Frank and Sheila, right? So who are you guys? Tell us about yourselves a little bit, maybe uh, how long you guys have been swinging?
2: I've probably been swinging since
1: 2002. Wow. Did you just date yourself? Um, <laughs>
2: to a degree, perhaps. So I started in high school. Right? I started yeah, when yeah, I was six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was the, re- however the relationship got to it. We went to a club to a- it was in uh, the northeast. There was a. Um, not a premise on site club, but, um, where you get to meet people and that's where it started from. And, um, from there we went to house parties and different things. Um, never did a trip with that person, um, you know, to any destination, but, um, we did some of that, you know,
1: and awesome. That's how I started. Yeah. So who drove the conversation? Was it you or was it her?
2: I'd, I'd probably me to start. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd have to say my. It's the start. question I always ask yeah. lifestyleers: is whose idea was it? Because I've heard it, both. It was maybe a sixty forty. It was not. It was like you know, as soon as the subject was broached, the interest was peaked. Nice. right? You know, so it wasn't. Oh my gosh! And you know, like ours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like what the hell are you talking about? Much, right? Yeah. No. Oh. Um, it was. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Mate. well interesting okay. Let's yes.
3: it.
1: and it was pursued how about you Sheila how long have you been swinging
3: um it's been about 10 years and mm-hmm. I can't call myself really a swinger honestly I wouldn't I would say I'm in the lifestyle certainly and open to the lifestyle and have had some experiences but my first experience was going to hedonism our favorite place yeah. yay! Woo. See you and in a week. <laughs> um, I actually don't know how I ended up there um <laughs> It was my partner at the time who suggested the place based on somebody um, he knew from work and she was in the lifestyle, she went to clubs and things like that, and they had dated in the past also. Um, and he's like, what, let's go to this, this resort, and I'm like, okay, and I've always been comfortable naked and I, I don't think I really understood what hedonism was before I went there. <laughs> maybe i did i don't know looking back i'm surprised that i actually agreed to it and i'm so happy that i did because i met the best people there best friends and have had some interesting experiences as well and that's kind of you know where i got started i've never been to a club i've never really pursued swinging much outside of hedonism honestly you're, until recently so you're, yeah you're definitely a casual swinger yeah it's all yes. organic for you yes absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I, absolutely i
0: don't
1: know that i know anybody that likes sex more than sheila you know? that is true <laughs> that is true uh, i will attest
4: to or that Or masturbating yes. Yes. Listen. You were a chronic <laughs> masturbator.
0: How about you, Mallory? Uh, guilty. Guilty as charged. I think. I think that's why we get each other. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Both of these girls own rideable vibrators. So one's a motor bunny, one's a sibian, right? So you guys are. Yeah, the game, yeah, so. we're
0: serious about our math. Yes, absolutely. We've <laughs> invested lots of time
3: and money in these devices, and right. it's just for research, you know, yeah. science. Yes, yeah. I All think you guys should science.
1: have a ride-off at some point. Oh, yeah.
3: oh, I think Mallory would win that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, then we need categories. It, it just, sounds it
3: like depends. a challenge. It depends, right. you know, what the categories Duration.
2: are. Duration you know, how amplitude, <laughs> moisture level, Volum- quantity, yeah. quantity, uh, number number of, yes, yeah, there's many so things. Does Sheila win when it.
1: she squirts? Is that- um, Oh, you know, that's true.
0: She is a squirter.
1: Squirt's an amazing thing. I really think you guys ought to have some kind of a ride off or something or maybe a race or.
3: I'm down. Let's do it. No? We just need to decide how do you win? It's right. true. We need metrics.
1: Right. So <laughs> there's
2: multiple, th- multiple. You know, there's divisions you have to have. Fastest, most. You know, volume of volume of uh, wetness. You know, yeah. there's a number of things. Oh. Vo- yeah. Volume if, of sound, Right.
3: There's yeah. many things. And speaking there's of wetness, categories. she
1: could just squirt all over it. That'd be fine. She <laughs> well, Sheila squirts.
3: Oh, yeah. If Do you if, squirt on the simian, I absolutely. <laughs> It's like a fountain. Oh my. That's why I have this lovely mat to do it on. Oh.
1: oh, you have a mat. We need to get you a mat. It's, do we know it? it's on
3: the I,
0: website. I have I have yet to squirt, but I'm looking I'm looking to try. Okay, so we can find
1: you a guy named Matt to squirt on. Though. There you go. <laughs> right. Well,
2: there's instructions. I can I can, I can coach. Oh. All right.
3: And actually, there's somebody that we know who owns a tattoo shop that um, he's a master yeah. of making yeah. making somebody squirt. No I kidding. That's not what I thought was going to come after master. Right? No, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no, not
1: me. I've been a master debater for years. But So let's get back to what we're really talking about yes. here on The Naked Truth. So in this interview, we find out more about people like Frank and Sheila. So let's talk a little bit about you guys, or a lot of bit about you guys, however much you want to say. Yeah. Right. Let's start by talking about you, Frank. How'd you get into the lifestyle? Um, it was you know, a few eons
2: ago in 2000, probably two relationship I was in, um, very, uh, sexual woman and myself and pursued a good thing. Yes, it was. No, yes, no. And yeah, first squirter, by the way. Um, (laughs)
4: um,
2: I learned a lot. Uh, but we, you know, we went to a, um, off-premise club just you know you could go meet it was sexy music and it was a lifestyle club um, takeover at this really cool bar and we would go and okay met some people and from there learned of you know websites and going to house parties some were good some weren't good um, right. but it was the introduction to the lifestyle and
0: right you know what do you like yeah. and, and who started that conversation who brought it to the table
2: um, I probably, I probably did, I have to say.
0: Okay. Um, it was Never very well
2: received though. It was not, there wasn't shock or, oh, how could you think that? Uh, there was no okay. convincing. It was like, no. oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> right. Oh, that's and way when, better than what yeah, happened to yeah. us. Yeah. So much better than
0: what happened to us. <laughs> right? No,
2: and, and seriously, it was. I mean, that sounds cool. And I was like, all right, win-win. Okay.
1: So, Sheila, how about you? Was it your idea? Uh,
3: it probably was not my idea and, um it started with hedonism our favorite resort um my partner at the time thought it was a good idea to go based on a recommendation from somebody at work who was more actively in the lifestyle Um, she went to clubs and things like that and she had been to the resort before it's somebody he had dated in the past as well so i'm sure that was uh, part of the reasoning behind it but um so we we went to hedonism i didn't really know what to expect, and I probably didn't um, realize how much of a swinger-oriented resort it is. Can, say, yeah. can too, be, can be. That's what I say too. Can be. But um, I've always felt comfortable being naked, and I'm like, let's let's do it. Let's see what it's about. And I remember actually our first time when we went to the nude pool bar, we had you know, some clothes on. I had shorts and a tank top and he had, you know, shorts and a t-shirt on and we look around and everybody's naked and we're like, oh, okay. And we just stripped <laughs> down. We're like, that's how it is here.
1: Well, So tell me something, uh, and we know each other, obviously. Yes. So tell me, uh, you said at one point that um, I don't consider myself a swinger, but I consider myself lifestyle. What do you feel like the difference is?
3: I think that's when you at least call yourself a swinger, that means that maybe you're more actively pursuing other partners outside of your primary relationship, Mm -hmm. whether it's together or separately or whatever. I have always kind of been more about something happening, happening naturally, you know, meeting people you like, and if things go that direction, then that's fine. But it's never something that's on my mind where I see somebody, I'm like, oh yeah, this needs to happen, or that's not, you know, we're going to, Humanism so or anything—it's so not you're, my goal.
0: You're you—you're pretty much labelless, and sure. you like things to happen organically. And and you're pretty much what we would call a casual swinger. Absolutely, you know? it, I it, was it gonna say. I it mean, is.
2: it's the perfect. You know, and even, you know, swinger, it can have the negative connotation mm-hmm. in the vanilla world. Oh, sure. Right? I mean, think about um, how it was viewed
0: in the 70s. Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, that's um, what makes me, when I think of swinger, I think of the key parties and things like that. And, and,
2: you know, it's it has happened. It may happen again. You know, probably will. But it's more about, you know, are we open and free and enjoying? And, you know, to be part of the lifestyle, there are things that people are into that, you probably never be into sure but you understand that that's what they're into
0: yeah, right?
2: I'm and sure. that's it makes us way more inclusive than exclusive
0: awesome so let's talk a little bit about how we met each other and how you two met
3: well so we met each other Again at um, our favorite resort, Hedonism (laughs) It's a running theme here. Running theme, and we
2: were undecided on this. We had this discussion a week or so ago. How many years ago we met? Whether it was four or six, so Mm -hmm. I want to call it five. But it just seems longer than four, right? You think that's a byproduct
1: of the resort, like that it the relationships feel so much more visceral.
2: You you get to people's core Mm -hmm. a lot earlier. And, and it's, sometimes it's so immediately, yeah. right? And that's the interesting thing with just being naked. Sure.
3: Right, because you don't you don't have clothes to ju- judge somebody by. Everybody's very open to socializing. You know, you see somebody at the bar and you strike up a conversation immediately, whereas, you know... In the if po- you're
2: in clothes at, at st- in the street bar, you're just, you know, you're just waiting for your drink. You're right. not going right. to engage that person. Yeah, it's your mask. But then it's like, hey, how are you? Where are you from? Right, mm-hmm. yeah, we're on vacation, but there's something special about you know the whole being nude mm-hmm. and being are you accepting. allowed to notice
1: that she has great tits yes yeah. and you can compliment them <laughs> Yes, right yes
2: and you can say those are really great i love you know i love the tattoo on your ass right yeah. and it's not it it how else do you want me to say that yeah. right? right you know and that's the nice thing it's you know uh, so much of what we deal with in life is gone when you take off the clothes. So yeah. right? It can decide. happen it can happen in our backyard. Mm-hmm. It can happen at a famous resort. It can happen wherever you learn how to shed that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I'd you get to the core of the matter faster. And you know, speaking of getting to the core, I got to Mallory's core this morning. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh yeah. <yes>. Oh, very <laughs> good. good. I'm sitting a little so, funny. Yeah. So <laughs> a, little funny. <laughs> a little bit. I was I was working on that lift. this morning, but I don't know, Sheila, how many when's the last time he got to your core?
3: Actually, it's been a few days, which is unusual—extremely
1: unusual. Extremely unusual. Extremely What's wrong unusual. with you? Are you in a, you guys in a, like a bad place right now? Is oh, this no, a bad no, time no, to no, record. No.
2: Between work and travel, between our schedules, and yeah, um, we get that. It was. It, no, un- me. you're going to knock the bottom out of it this afternoon. Oh, right? oh, probably. Okay. Oh, yes. okay.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get to the more fun part. Uh, you know, we we love telling a little bit of an origin story here. We love talking about how people get together. But I am interested in getting into your heads right that's really what i'm interested in right heads beds it all sounds the same (laughs) right so tell me a little bit about and and remember this is the naked truth i don't so when we talk about this remember everything on casual Swinger is about positivity and having a good time uh so if you hear something on here that sounds like it's a little not pc we're just having a good time we love everybody we're everything positive here on casual swinger but i'm going to ask you a question and i want you to answer honestly so we're going to start with sheila because it's always ladies first what turns you on
3: um well i discovered recently actually that i like to watch frank masturbate oh can you
1: say that louder for
3: us (laughs) i like to watch frank masturbate oh boy (laughs) so we had um you know a night where i'm like you know what i want you to just do what you would normally do pretend I'm not here. I'm just going to watch. So
1: naturally, he jerks off. <laughs> no, no, it's like hang on, let me get my computer, right?
3: So, and I yep. s- I said I don't want it to be a wank. I want it to be a session. Yeah. It's two different things.
1: Do you have a masturbation station? Um A couple. (laughs) (laughs) And then a few special ones, yeah. yeah. So, yeah,
2: no, it all depends
1: on what's going on. Yeah, Yeah. okay. I gotcha. All right, so (laughs) midgetsrus.com. All right. So it
3: was very interesting. In the beginning, actually, it was a little bit boring in so far as you know for men a lot of times they watch porn. I personally don't watch porn ever. I just typically am not really I'm into it. I'm the same it. way. I love my imagination much more and than what I can find I online. I honestly even don't need my imagination so much. It's more about paying attention to the feeling and just Fair. How, yeah. how things are. Um, so he's you know flipping through different things on his iPad. I'm like, all right, you know this this sucks actually to be a guy when this is because I get bored. I was I'm like
2: this is going good. Ah, uh, now that's this lame. And Doesn't then I'm gone. And it's like, oh like, no. If you like maybe. Ah, uh, now I'm down, done. And if they knew how long it took
1: us to jerk off. <laughs> oh my because god. Because it's two hours of looking for porn <laughs> in two minutes for once you find right the right one. Right <laughs>
2: there it is. It's looking for the right one. I don't want to waste this. I'm jerking off. It can't just be wasted, right? So so, yes. And then
3: I actually fell asleep at one point, briefly. <laughs> that
0: doesn't surprise right. me with you.
3: Not only really, is she a champion squirter, but she's also
1: the nap queen. Oh, she can, she she can nap, nap, nap like a queen, oh, yes.
3: yes. Five hours minimum. All right, um, so tell us how it went. So then, you know, then he got into his zone. And then I start touching myself and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my God, I'm coming. It was like,
2: no, it was seriously, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? She was like one, two, three, and she's coming. And that's a hugely unusual experience. Yes. Because I've actually never
3: done that with just my, my natural born hands. It's always been with a vibrator or something like that. I've never had an orgasm like that. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is so amazing. Gold star. So you had
1: your first, Hand orgasm yes. at this age. Yes, that's fantastic. Yeah, right, check you out. And by watching him stroke, is rude.
4: I know. So yeah, it was very
1: no, exciting. I mean, so it's really fun. Just going, what
2: do you like? What don't you like? How yeah. can we? What do the you dis- want to feel about this? The you discovery.
0: Know? discovery. Yeah. there's
2: we're discovering things about. I didn't know I really like. Oh yeah, I really like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so uh, you your turn to answer the same question, Frank what turns the,
2: you on what <laughs> turns me on oh my god
3: <laughs> stinky armpits
2: oh there's so ma- there's so Hair. many things i love you know i mean i love a woman i love a woman and so like when she has her you know X number of days underarm growth, I love it because I'm <laughs> celebrating her womanhood. I love that she's dirty I bastard. A you dirty are a bastard. dirty bastard. I am a very dirty bastard. I love that she squirts, right? And yeah. the thing is, you have to be careful with that. It's, it can't be a goal. It just has to be that it's to gonna happen. happen, right? So I can't go in. Just let it
4: happen. <laughs> can't go in
2: trying to make. I want her to squirt, right? Because maybe that can physically. But it has to be. It has to happen It's I love celebrate what turns me on is celebrating her. And the the amazing thing with us is like she kisses me and it's like, all right, game on. Right? It doesn't have to be anything more than that. Yeah. She can tell me how much she loves me or something or that you know this and it's game on.
1: It's There's a saying that my grandmother used to tell me, that the secret to happiness is not getting what you want, but wanting what you have. Absolutely. Is
3: this the same grandmother that had plastic on her couches? I'm just wondering. Oh, they all have plastic on their couches. I
4: know (laughs) (laughs) why.
2: It's like, you know, oh, yeah, that couch, the new couch, was, you know, in a day and a half. Yeah, okay. Yep, it's been christened.
1: Absolutely. So, one of the things about the Naked Truth, that you guys are going to find out here in about 10 seconds, is that when we ask a question, it is not a one way street. Our <laughs> guests get to ask us questions. So, Naked Truth, quid pro quo. Do you have any questions for us?
3: Well, why don't you tell us about your lifestyle story? Because we haven't heard it.
1: That's a true statement. <laughs> oh well, so our listeners have heard our lifestyle story.
3: Well, um, that's
0: you can give a brief first that. yeah.
3: and we'll follow up from
0: there. So we were dating long distance at the time, and it was one of the trips he came down to see me, and we had a real great night. It was super romantic, and literally, like you're into each other, staring at each other's eyes, and he goes you'd make a great swinger. And I about shit my pants. <laughs> Cause I went from a thousand miles an hour. Oh my God, I'm falling so in love with this guy. And then he wants to fuck everyone. And like, how, what are you talking yeah. about? And it was a turning point in a relationship. It was a make or break.
1: Not the smartest thing no. I've ever done.
0: And, um, it, it ended up obviously working out, right. uh, but it was not the best introduction. I did a lot of research and I asked a lot of questions and you know, mind you, she had tried to arrange
1: it. a three-way for me with one of her friends at that point, so but, I thought it was game on. <laughs> yeah, I oh, we
0: know that she also likes women. So. Oh, I love oh, women. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm bisexual to the max, yeah. like squared. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that that
1: <laughs> happened, and and it was some time before we actually played. Yeah. It was quite a while uh, before we really got to that point because she definitely said, "I, I don't think I, I want to sleep with somebody else just yet." Um, so it was maybe even a couple of yeah. years before we got to that. Yeah, point.
0: it was a traditional monogamous mind frame that i had and that's i guess that's how i was raised like well, every and i think
3: most people are that's what, yeah. you know you meet the prince and then you get together and you live happily ever after and and that's it, it. yeah that's that's how it is You yeah. have a couple of kids whatever and
1: then you and the prince are fucking a couple of friends on a saturday know, night the earl and the duke <laughs> yeah,
3: so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the baron yeah so that's <laughs> the, oh, wow. the Don't yeah. forget yeah, the not and the stable <laughs> <abrival version>. boy <laughs> yeah. so then um what are you guys up to now Oh, we're because up to I a feel lot of like things. you guys are maybe turning over a new leaf, have some new developments that we Wait. haven't heard about. Yeah, that is true. That uh, is
1: definitely true.
3: Mickey, why don't you answer oh, that question? So,
1: uh, well, what are we up to? Let's see. Well, we, we're obviously hitting, you know, we have a podcast, so we meet lots of people through the podcast. Uh, through the club right we were at see C- we were at secrets last weekend and mm-hmm. we went on a date last week that oh, was kind of interesting so it went well. It went very went, well went very well they were super cool she was super cute so that was a lot of fun but you know we're we're as far as casual swingers go uh we tend to take it a little slower and make sure that we can make friends with those people first because the friendships that we create are more important to us than the notches on the bedpost
3: yep, we agree Absolutely. Uh,
1: So we tend to, you know, take it a little slower. And then once we know that there's some compatibility there, then I start thinking about the faces I can make or make.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And it it truly is about compatibility. If there isn't a click, you know, and it's hard with, you know, with four-way... To get that to work, four-way dating can be pretty pretty tough, and you know, and you know that everybody that nobody has to take
1: one for the team, anything like that. Where it's a good four-way. It's hard enough with
3: two people to find somebody that you like to be with. The worst
1: five words in the lifestyle: taking one for the team. Yeah, no, and and everybody says they won't, but everybody has a story. Yeah, I think it's yeah. going to be a podcast yeah. for us one day. We're yeah. going to talk about it.
2: You know, you try not to, and and you don't want that for for
1: anybody. You have a, a question for them, right, Mallory? I Uh-oh. do.
0: I think everyone. I, we just talked about what turns you on. I think everyone has a dirty little secret, a little kink in there that that we don't, you know, always oh. talk about. So I want to know what's yours. <laughs> oh. This is we your. Ranked?
3: This,
1: you this is it. Start? Naked truth time, kids. <laughs> you really should have filled out the form.
3: <laughs> well, we were just talking about this, but we probably won't share those secrets. Honestly. No, not those. no, no, no. no, no that's that's not pertinent ends. to this. No. Did it involve banjos? No, no not banjos. at all. Not at all. Okay. There was not, some scissoring in my past. Well, yeah. at a young age, <laughs> we, 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 but I like yeah, had no. blocked out of my memory. I'm like, oh, I did this. That <laughs> okay. was it. Was
1: interesting to hear that story? Um, yes. So you no, first this time, Frank. What's your
0: what's your dirty little secret? What's something that that gets your motor running, or something that has happened?
2: Um, you know, the, the fun thing is I don't do a whole lot of playing at home, right? You okay. know, and I like it more on vacation. It can be part of that. But the fun thing is the really is getting the, when I can see that there's somebody new to X, whatever it is, whether it's taking off their clothes, whether it's having somebody, a girl or a guy eat them, by, you know, lick their pussy by the pool, something like that, you know, um, you know that's you know that's really fun for me is is getting you know the the first getting right. people, people to, to do that thing and what you know people like to refer to me like oh i like to get pissed on it's like Okay, it is fine <laughs> and it feels we good, right? And it does feel good, and I recommend you trying it. But the thing is, I get more turned on getting somebody to do it for their first time, yeah. right? Well, it's the first, that's thing you first me, time you met Mallory. The first time you met Mallory, you
1: walk up and you did this little thing with your hands <laughs> yes, over your yes. face. So it,
0: you guys can't yes, see yes. Mickey and Frank over here, but they have their hand raised, kind of like a high five, and then they're trickling down their fingers across <laughs> their
1: body. And they're like, what the fuck is this? What are you doing? And and they go, Huddling. he wants a golden shower. And, And Mallory (laughs) looks at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well,
0: actually, my first question was, what the fuck is that? I had no idea. It was
1: out of this world funny. And of course, now, uh, you know, Frank's one of our best friends. So we, we got a great laugh out of it. And that is definitely one of your dirty secrets. It is a dirty secret. It's not a secret,
3: though. It's not not a secret.
2: And somebody actually tried to steal it, and that became a... But you
3: stole it from somebody else. But
2: but he didn't take it to the level (laughs) that I did,
1: right? So So you're a next-level Golden It was like,
2: you know, it was just like, all right, you know, that's a good process. Let me fix that. And I just took it. I mean, there um, was
3: one trip that there were four girls in the shower with frank yeah. all pissing on him at the same yeah. time and he yeah. loved that is it. next level day. Day, yes. Yes. yeah yeah so and then there was another trip where frank brought me drinks <laughs> on demand just so i would have to go yes yes <laughs> i kept feeding her drinks because the it's next like, you time, need time you need another drink from the bar you need to yes. come with me yes i do yes. all right
1: that's spectacular yes. so all right sheila it's your turn Ooh. give it to us well, a what a dirty, is your dirty secret? secret what's the thing that most people don't know
3: um, I think, actually, that another, it's another turn on of mine that I've discovered recently that I actually like watching two guys together. Wow. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. So it's, it was a secret for me, too. I just wow. found it out. That'll but,
1: make you popular in the uh, LGBT community. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, that's where I hang out <laughs> oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. So. That, that is, yes. <laughs> hey, well, you are a
1: resident unicorn, so.
3: Well, not anymore.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Wow. Look at that! She's she's Aww. transcended the unicorn status. Okay, so uh, one more time. So uh, unbridled, naked truth question for us. What do you got? That's a tough one. Take your time. You Nobody's know. masturbating right now. <laughs> but
0: We can be. We can be. Yeah. On. We'll get to that later.
1: Oh, well, I'll be doing.
0: A little surprise for the toy box. Yeah, right. But <laughs> there's a shocker. What's coming in the toy box? I see what you did there. <laughs>
3: Well, why don't we throw it back at you and tell us your favorite turn-ons.
1: Oh, favorite turn-ons. Why don't you take that one first Mallory?
0: Oh, my favorite turn-on. So, I've had a recent development, and this is all fantasy-based, but I would love the opportunity to be in the next room or nearby while you were having sex with another woman in the shower. I think the last three or four masturbating sessions I've had. It's wow. taken, like, Is that
2: a challenge for you? It's like
0: you've
4: challenge accepted. Like a, <laughs> you heard it here first. Because, like,
0: I'm taking applications. I could I could hear the water splashing and it kinda sounded like the water when it passes through like oh, yeah, the legs yeah. and the ass and like yeah. it's slapping together. Yeah. And I'm going, Oh, that would be so oh! <laughs> And like was over. It was over. So I did it five or six more times of course. Of course. So. Why not? You only have once, yeah. That's and fine.
1: you only orgasm huh. about ten times a session. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, wow. Uh, let's see. So what's mine? I, I mean, it's it's she already knows what it is, I right? I get yeah, yeah, no, 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 just kind of. That's just your giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyhow, so uh, my turn on. What's my turn on? It's it's pretty much not a secret. I love when she gets fucked. It's one of my yeah. favorite. Yeah, it's super hot for me. Uh, especially like she has something she wants to do like on her own. Like, if, when she wants to, that's when it's hot. Like, when it's her idea. Um, not because I want her to, not because I think mm-hmm. this is cool, not because it's, oh, like, I, what's happening in this yes, moment. Yes. If she comes to me and says, I've got a thing I want to do, I'll see you in an hour. You know, that's just... And I
3: think that's really cool. I and mean, that's, that's part of, you know, the interesting part about the lifestyle is that in some ways your relationship can be stronger because of the things you do with other people. We what were, I mean? we had a
2: recent trip, we were in Canada and we saw a bunch of friends and somebody introduced me to the term compersion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Let's talk about compersion. Yeah, Persion.
0: I love that word.
2: You know, I'm, it's a super ideal if you're in this lifestyle in mm-hmm. any way, shape or form uh-huh. that when X is happening with your partner, mm-hmm. that you're hoping for their enjoyment in that. Yes. Right. Um and the huge battle between that is you know, just the betrayal of intimacy and the mm-hmm. betrayal of the connection. Yeah right? there's, there's a lot of emotions you know to and, on that end. you know, yeah. and that's the whole of course, you know, oh my God, he's fucking stunning, right? Yes, mm-hmm. of course, I want you to have that, right? But there's that. You know, it's maybe it's the base, you know, the basic, you know, human thing mm-hmm. of jealousy or, you know, attachment and all that. But I think it's that uncertainty I loving, d- But, but, yes. love, yeah. but you know, knowing the connection mm-hmm. and having making sure that that connection is the strongest. Mm-hmm. Right. Then that is where you can get the true compersion so with our friends i don't know if i'm there yet in this in our relationship right Mm. to but watching our friends and knowing what their relationship Mm. was they're they're a troika right and mm -hmm. and, a triad and yeah yeah, and it was really you know and it okay and seeing it's it's impressive right it's a beautiful thing and it it feels
0: like there's this like um what do you call it, uh, like an evolution of emotions that goes into doing that. And like if we're talking about, I don't know if it's Hinduism or mm. Buddhism that has um, all of those different factors where you level up in life. I think that's one of them.
4: Mm.
1: So it, it's interesting because obviously that's you know a big twist for me. And it took Mallory a while to really come around to it. Cause it she's did. Like, I don't really feel like that about anybody else i don't look at them that way so when she started opening herself up to that it really changed our relationship a lot uh it made a a situation where she's like okay i think i finally have come to this point um i think keto was actually the first time you did absolutely (laughs) it was i was
0: i was able to compartmentalize the different emotions that go along with sex that aren't identified simply with the relationship of your primary relationship right
1: I think the story that, that the emotions are, okay. in, you know, if we're talking about our masturbation station sessions, one of the ones <laughs> that really gets me, it, it wasn't the act of what she went and did. It was the conversation she had with herself. Oh. When she was walking to his room. <laughs> she was walking to his room and she said, I don't think I can perform. I don't think I'm going to get wet. I don't think my girl's going to be on board. Mm-hmm. So, was So nervous. What happened?
0: It was a mess. Like I'm literally walking back to the room, and it's still like because it was so exciting. And that's the
2: that's it's the exciting part. Yeah, that's the thing. It's that thrill. You know, you have the thrill in the initial with you know your spouse, with your partner, with who you're dating, and and they
3: pursuing sometimes. And they all go away,
2: and it's like and and yeah, and it is. But it is, and you know, for me, you know the doing the act at the you know when we're on vacation or or whatever doing the act is less important about having oh i have some butterflies oh this is she's into me oh my god this is flirty right and then i I love all that right and then you know and for me most of the time it's then just bringing it back to my partner and giving her all that that energy i have does it does happen with others yes am i not opposed to that it just needs yeah. to be right. Yeah. So, what right. kind of shape
1: was your K.D. in when you got to the room?
0: Um, it was ready to go again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was on so excited. Back. So, I, 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 you know, I was nervous, butterflies, and then it was very euphoric because you, you took. I took those emotions and basically dumped them into what we were doing, and it was it was a very good session. Um, but I came back, and you know, I'm still wet, and I'm still turned on, and then the dirty talk and i think we went five or six times (laughs) because it was just so yeah i was like a
1: saudi drilling for oil yeah (laughs) i was i was doing my best yeah it was uh it was a good time uh so it's it's really interesting the different levels and the things that we that we go through as we go through some of these experiences and they're super hot and you know there are things that are turn-ons for us and I think as couples we want the other person to have a good time and we want to do the things that turn them on and us on mm-hmm. together and separately so maybe we're filling our spank tank because you and I both travel for a living yes. so, right? You're, so it's like bring me something bring me a video bring me a picture right those are definitely things that get me off you know mm-hmm. I want to see evidence of what she did um, that's super fun for me but Uh, So before we close out this segment, because we're coming up on the half hour, tell us a little bit about your... I told you to go fast. Right. Um, But tell us about your favorite lifestyle experience. Is it clubs? Is it house parties? Is it hotel? Is it... Or is it a resort? I think I know what the answer is, but I want to hear what it is and why it is for our listeners. Your lifestyle experience that you enjoy the most. Or is it just dating by itself through online?
2: No. No, it would be... It would my best experience would have, would have been at resorts um, there is one that was a house party but it was with friends that had been at resorts it mm-hmm. wasn't a house party, it was at an on-site premise party in New York City, which was fun right, that sounds it, cool. was, it was fun and it was very um, exhibitionist, right, and mm-hmm. it was with really good friends and we had a blast right, but as far as things that were like, that was really fun and interesting or unique or I didn't expect that it's all happened on vacation at a
3: resort. Um, I, I mean, I would say the same thing, but also my experience is primarily at a resort. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit outside of that, just in a private setting. Um, no parties and no um, clubs like, or anything yeah, like that. Because we've been at, you know, mm-hmm. someone's house and it's been a group of us. Yeah. And, yes. yeah. and, and there's, we some, there. there's so, stuff. So
4: there's and stuff. that
3: I enjoy too, because then it's, you know, just the people that you feel closest with, mm-hmm. and, you know, things can happen, and it's just, you know, all in fun. Would you be open to going to a lifestyle club at some point? If I think the moment I would. Arises, I, I, think, I think I would. I would try it out. I've always been wary of it, just because of, you know, I lived in the Northeast before, and I heard about clubs in Philly and New York, and... The word of mouth wasn't said, It just sounded yeah. like it was kind of dirty, and people are just looking to hook up, and I'm like, I'm not really about that. I'm open to it. You know if I can have a nice conversation mm-hmm. almost if you can duplicate that resort feel mm-hmm. then enough, and, and do fine. it in a four
2: to six hour period right, Where <laughs> yeah, you can, like, all right oh all you of a sudden at make really good friends with somebody
4: and <laughs> yeah. now let's go play you know <laughs> that's, it's hard to do it's definitely one of the challenges. Take, yeah.
3: you know it doesn't take a long time to make a connection with somebody but you feel that pressure when you're at just a club versus you have a week or whatever when you're on vacation to kind of develop something because that's I feel like that happens a lot too that you do meet somebody on vacation and you're like oh I'm interested but maybe both of both couples are a little shy and don't want to go there and then by the end of the week it's like oh shit we're leaving <laughs> and it's yeah and Friday then you're night. both regretting it yeah. you're like oh my gosh we totally would have hooked up with you we would have hooked well, up with you Well know but you know what that's how
2: I met you know some of my best friends it's like mm-hmm. we met him it's like ah oh, that didn't happen oh and then we saw him again oh we need to exchange numbers and oh and we just you know yeah. it's just to see each other it's it's really right. amazing And the thing
3: is then you get into this place where all you really care about is just seeing your friends again yeah. and you don't even worry about the other stuff and that, you know, comes secondary. If at all, it's a lesson yeah.
1: for life, right? The relationships are the best part. It's it, not is, the stuff. it is. It it's is. It's definitely not the stuff. So that's uh, that's where we're at with uh, the first segment of the naked truth. So we're going to go to a break Mallory, why don't you tell folks where they can find us?
0: All right, guys. If you're looking for us, you can find us on www.casualswinger.com. And don't forget, you can email us there um, as well at uh, podcast at casualswinger.com. You can also find us as Casual Swinger on Twitter, Instagram, Cassidy, and
1: SLS. Absolutely. So, we're going to come back here in a quick minute after a break and we're going to talk about questions from our listeners. We got a question from a listener in our second week that really hit us hard, and we're going to use that to talk in our second segment of The Naked Truth with Frank and Sheila. We'll be right back. You're listening to Casual Swinger.
0: Welcome back to Casual Swinger, everybody. I'm Mallory. Yeah, I'm Mickey. And we're going to discuss a listener question today, and this has to deal with politics, which Mickey did say, this is the dirtiest word in the lifestyle, and uh, he's going to get into the listener's question here for you. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and I really do think this is the dirtiest question that we ask, and not really the dirtiest question, but maybe the dirtiest word in uh, the lifestyle because it is so divisive. But let's talk about the question from a listener. This came to us over Twitter, and the question is, on a very vanilla trip to Puerto Rico last year, my wife and I hooked up with another couple. It was a messy attempt as we were all too drunk to adequately perform, but that's a hot mess of another story. Later, we discovered they're on the opposite side of the political fence from where we stand. My question is this, with all the political division going on in our country right now, Has political persuasion ever played a part in how you two were connecting with other couples that you've played with or that you've attempted to play with? So that's a big, long question. Uh, and Siri apparently didn't want to answer us, but uh, you know, it's <laughs>
3: sorry <laughs> about that, guys. Yeah, that's too hard of a question. Right? Naked Try truth. Yes, yeah, Siri's
1: like, "Fuck you. We're not talking about <laughs> politics here." So, uh, but yeah, naked truth, guys. Hey, you're gonna get the raw, unfiltered version, including birds and airplanes and everything else here in this backyard. Where I'm reminding all of you, we're ass naked, answering all these questions. Oh yeah, so. we just got out
3: of the pool. It was great. <laughs> yeah, we took a little
1: pool break, and now we're coming back talking about this. So let's talk political division.
0: Yeah, I think this is a great question. I think it's come up in many Sweet. conversations in an outside their lifestyle, and it's, an, and it's important to talk about how to deal with this.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it used to be, right? I mean, I mean I'm, I'm old enough that I remember. It was not considered appropriate. It was poor etiquette to ask somebody how they voted. In the last election. It was inappropriate to ask somebody who they vote for. Now, how we feel, how we act, how we treat each other, that's the most important thing to me. I agree. And how I see you treat people, how I see you treat waiters and waitstaff and bartenders. Mm. And I can tell what kind of person you are by how you treat somebody who's taking care of you, how you treat your wife or your husband. Yeah, Those we things all have our metrics.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: It matters a shitload more to me than who you vote for. Uh, but at the same time, some people would say that how you how you vote it is indicative of who you are so my question for you guys that we want to discuss is uh the of course the listeners question is this something you guys have run into where political division has interfered with your ability to connect with somebody in the lifestyle and how do we avoid that i wouldn't say
2: it's interfered it's been a factor in friendships um And I think that's the important thing to remember, that you have a friendship, right? And there can be differences.
1: Um, Sheila just squirted all over herself while he was trying to say that. uh, Sorry, guys. Politics Um, really turned me on.
2: (laughs) I think, you know, if you're truly my friend, you know, know, we, we can then have a conversation around politics and you know my go to on whatever we're getting to is like what's the goal not the process what's the goal what do we want at the end and more often than not we're so close if not spot on it's then about the process Sit. and and you know and then there's times when you know that's you know whatever 11 o'clock in the morning when you're casual and relaxed and what have you when we're in the middle of a nice party and it's one in the morning and somebody brings up hey what about this no got shadowed down by three people we're not doing that right? Right, right and there's it's just like you know what's appropriate you know mm-hmm. I mean it's and the level of um, friendship we had a, a bus ride that some ooh. guy started on the bus ride and, and this it was, was like, right after
3: the ooh. last presidential election and it was so, crickets yeah things it was got, like, it was awkward yeah, yeah I think people felt very strongly about the 2016 presidential election I know I certainly did um, and it was very strange like it, this it was a couple that was on um, our same flight and we all ended up riding together and then something got brought up politically and Frank and I just were like, Nope, we're not doing this. We're <laughs> no. not having this conversation and the rest of the week it was actually, you know, I said hi to this couple and But it was I had, just like I had a
2: reservation it, with them the rest of the week. So did it make I, them less attractive to you? Absolutely, well, it did. I, I it mean, did I didn't find to them me. Attractive to begin anyway. with. You know, but, but it was online. like I didn't even. Now I was less interested in even engaging them. So
0: did it represent like intolerance to you? Um, or a, a least likelihood of you guys having that chemistry together as a couple or less
2: likely of, of okay. even chemistry of less like we're yeah. we can we're good enough to be friends. Right. Okay. You know, if that and especially if that's your first thing in our On your in first our introduction is politics. Yeah, Yeah, we're probably not going to be friends because that's not my first thing that I ever want to talk about with anybody. I'm not really sure how
3: it even went there. I think it was a comment that came up and then blew up into something. And for me, I found it more from the other side that I felt that they were cold to me then and I tried to just, you know, say hi and it wasn't even, like, we never talked the rest of the trip. So would you say,
0: I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mickey, but I had one question to uh, Frank's point. When you said, you know, Let's not talk about the process. Let's talk about the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you use that maybe to diffuse some, maybe hot, hotter topics where the conversation could go down that rabbit hole and become maybe a little more. You know, more argu- than argu- arguably,
2: you know, we can I know, like take that. a political sh- show, but arguably, you know, most of the country is moderate. Right? Most of the country is centrist. Most of the country is understanding, right? Most of the country doesn't have I'm a, a problem. Yeah, we know you're a country. You know, most, <laughs> most, most of the country is pretty good with social liberties, you know, mm-hmm. even to the LGBTQ you know, level. You know, they're not, it's not that. And what we see and what we hear and all that. Mm-hmm. And so if you can cut somebody that has somehow gone left or right, right, to what's the goal? right, right. It's you like know a and you know I go I yeah. go a simple thing you know simple thing you know gun control blah 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 guess what what's the goal I don't want kids getting killed in school good idea yeah. let's, work let's work from there let's work from there right versus you're taking away my rights and all that because we, we both agree on that goal sure
1: so so without going into our, our personal politics I do want to point out that I, I picked Frank and Sheila for this segment, for a specific reason, we are on opposite ends of the political spectrum on a lot of things. Yet here we are with our friends, ass naked, by their pool. Well, we love dearly. a great time. And that's, that's really kind of part of what I'm getting at here is does political division have to be the way that it is out there today? Does it have to stop us from enjoying each other on an emotional level, on a physical level? Uh, at what point? And to it, the listener's question if you've already been with a couple and find out after the fact that there's a huge political delta between the two of you, how do you deal with that?
3: For me, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of times on vacation, we don't talk about these things. And why would we? You know what I mean? What What is the point of bringing up stuff that we may disagree about or may agree about or whatever, but it's who cares? We're on vacation. Let's it's have a couple It's stressful stuff to
2: talk about, regardless. Right. And we're on vacation for lots of reasons, mm-hmm. but one of them is to not have stress, yeah. right?
3: So, I mean, I, I typically am not one of those people to really have these conversations with people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I sometimes have conversations with people I do know. For example, last night I was on the phone for three and a half hours <laughs> with a good friend. That I met at Hedo, and Far right winger. Far right winger. I'm a far left winger. Well, he
2: doesn't. He thinks he is, but he's not. But
4: anyway. Oh, anyway, we won't <laughs> the go argument. there. That's but the you argument. know, we right. actually
3: we, we talked about just we wanted to catch up because it was a long time since we had talked, and but also these political things came up, and I'm like, dude, we don't agree. We don't agree. We don't agree. Why are we still talking about this? Because this is a pointless conversation. Um, some of it actually. I hope I educated him on a little bit of things. He thinks he knows everything about everything. So you know, he thinks he, he probably taught me everything last night. But, um, you know, it's, we know this about each other. We're great friends, very close friends. And I love him. It does Even, though, even yeah. though he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it, it doesn't diminish his value to use you what you're no, saying. No, no, and, and I, I think my thing is it, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. It
2: increases the value that you can have these, you know, pointless conversations, ad- pointless conversations, <laughs> arguments, whatever. You're wrong, and the next time you see him, you know, it's a hug and a kiss, and it's like, "How are you?" and "How are the kids?" and "What's going on?" and "Let's have some fun,"
3: right? right? And I know we've had these conversations with Nikki and Mallory too, and we're not on the same. No, end we, of the spectrum we're, we're don't not always so line. far apart mm-hmm. um but we talk about things and it's you well, know it's okay and it, it it's a nice conversation when you know that you still accept the other person exactly for, for who they are and we've created that environment right. for each other you know it's, in my folks yeah. day
2: it was things things that you didn't talk out of, in a, at a party politics and religion yes you mm-hmm. didn't ask somebody who they voted for yeah. no you did you didn't even ask no. yeah it
1: was it was considered really poor form right well,
2: you did no did you vote good right yeah. if right. anything right you know, and even that was it was expected right yeah. and that's that's some of the you know the difference is that you know i mean we' were, there was one point in this conversation it it just came back to it's like when you remove all the the clothes right. Yeah. And you remove that stuff, you have real conversations. And it's with just about people. having
3: a good time. Typically, you know, yes. alcohol obviously is a factor. Everyone's a little more loosened up, but also just, you know, the, the point of point of it is to have a nice vacation, and that's it. Um, and there are certainly other people that. And that's a Hedo. At, at a keto. Yeah. yeah, because um, at a at a
1: lifestyle club. Uh, First of all, very rarely, I think, does any of this come up. No, I doubt it. No,
2: because it's much more task-oriented. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So getting back to kind of really what we talk about here on Casual Swinger, uh, how do we keep this from fucking up our sex? right? How do we keep this from fucking up our good time with people that we like that we'd be otherwise attracted to? Um, My feeling on the subject, and we'll go down the line, so we'll start with me, Mallory, Sheila, Frank. My feeling is don't talk about it. It's not important to the task, right? which is to meet and enjoy the company of people that you may find out you care about very much. And honestly, if you learn everything else about them, how they choose to press a button isn't important. It's how they they choose to spend their time. Are they charitable? Are they kind? Are they good to their kids? Are they good to their wife? Are they good to their friends? When you find those things out, whether or not they love their gun is probably not important to you at that point. Uh, because everything else is more important. And how people treat each other is the most important thing to me. Mallory, what do you think?
0: I think I have to agree with you on this one. And if it does happen to come up in conversation, say you make good friends with somebody, and it it comes up down the road, you've already played, you already have a connection. I think the most important part is to create a positive environment, to have those conversations, and have tolerance of each other. Sure.
3: And I I somewhat agree. Um, I will say... You know, having that mutual respect, being able to have that conversation if you choose to, great. Um, But, you know, as I was saying to you earlier, Mickey, before we were on air, I think that the way people vote is somewhat indicative of who they are as a person and what they care about. That's that's why we vote. It's because we have things that we care about and we're trying to make it happen, you know, in the rest of the world as well, in our local and state and federal environments. so while I wouldn't say it is going to affect a relationship with another couple or anything like that, um, it can be something like, for example, that couple that we had, you know, that rode in to the resort with us, mm-hmm. where it just all of a sudden kind of blew up and like, why, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, no, what he
1: showed is he was an asshole looking for a fight.
3: Yeah, and I that's think there's that. I think there's yeah, that. yeah. I mean, so. well,
2: and that's what it. That's what I think. What it can show, you know, even with folks. You know what I like to take from the you know the political thing, it can happen. You know, don't force it if you're if it's you're having a drink and it's whatever you know whatever and you ha- want to have that conversation when that person is agreeable. You know, keep respect and and we always should. And we're all naked, right? You know, they know they you know he knows your ball and your dick size, right? So you know what? That's out of the picture in the argument. So now bring your facts or whatever. But, you know, the thing is, with even folks of difference in political spectrum, we all enjoy what we're doing right now,
4: Mm
2: -hmm. right? We're all within the same community. And we really Mm -hmm. enjoy, you know, getting to know people because they're raw and real, Mm -hmm. right? And I just want to grow from that, right? And that's the together part that, you know, being freaking nudists to lifestylists to swingers to whatever you want to call it is, you know we're all in this you know the hedonism it's fun you know mm-hmm. and it's pleasure and yeah. it's goodness right keep it fun yeah. it's about goodness yeah. it's right. not about it's, kindness it's about doesn't have a title
3: nope, nope. no I right. mean, the thing is we, I feel like we really get to know people in this circle and that can mean a lot of different things where you have you know social media has made political opinions very public I think people are much more willing to share about things again they care about which I think is great make issues known that maybe other people don't know about but at the same time it fosters this kind of fighting mentality where it's one against the other and well that's
2: the not... meme the meme wars are ridiculous the meme wars,
3: yes yeah. Yeah. and you know so there's that misinformation um, yeah um and mm-hmm. if you choose to bring things up like that then keep it keep it civil and don't let it affect your friendship you know what i mean we know somebody who he's like I don't talk politics on vacation. Period. I don't talk politics on vacation. I don't talk
1: politics, period, unless I absolutely have to. Well,
0: and maybe a part of that is also identifying that boundary. Mm -hmm. If the conversation comes up, go, you know, I'm just, like you said, I'm just not going to talk politics. I I don't believe that's conducive to our relationship.
3: No, absolutely. As
1: we come to the end of this segment, because I do want to keep this segment from running too long because politics aren't sexy and aren't fun, but I do think (laughs) that our listener asked that question. I thought it was a really important question and it's very topical in this world we live in today. The last question I'll ask you guys as my panel is, how do we repair friendships that have been damaged by political differentiation? Right? I mean, when people say, you know what, I'm out. I, uh, I feel like you don't agree with me, so you suck. Is that something we can fix and continue lifestyle relationships? Maybe not personal relationships, but lifestyle relationships, does it break? Does it break? And is it something we can get back to? Can we say, hey, you know what, we had a disagreement, but I still care about you. I still like you. Agreed. I think we probably shouldn't talk about that. What do you guys think?
3: I mean, I think lifestyle relationships are personal relationships, they are friendships. And the thing is, It all depends on how you how you view it so if you feel like how you vote or how you feel about certain issues is what defines a person then really honestly maybe you shouldn't have been friends with that person in the first place you know Um, if you really disagree in in that sense Um, so I mean friendship is about having common interests common ground and enjoying spending time together yeah but if you really feel so differently about things then Sometimes that's just how it is. Does it
1: change anything if they're a fantastic lay?
3: (laughs) Ah, Great question. I mean, if if he's
1: got a big dick and he's really good with it, does it change anything for you, Sheila?
3: Well, I don't love a big dick anymore. (laughs) So um, if he has a small dick and he's a right winger, all right, let's do it.
1: (laughs) How about you, Mel? Big penis, good with it?
3: Oh, yeah, I, I would never let it become
0: between. You. It's a, a friendship and a relationship. The penis between, come between you? Because yeah. that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. You're very funny. Um. No, I, as long as they're of the same mind frame. You agree to disagree. That's okay. You know, it's showing tolerance and respect for each other. No, it would not become, you know, an issue. And I'd be absolutely
3: up to quote-unquote repairing a relationship as long as the other party's willing as well. Okay. It also depends if you're friends or if you're just fucking. Right. Because if you're just fucking and hooking up, then who the hell cares about anything else? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So, that's true. And, that's and for some
1: people in the lifestyle, that is what it's all about. Yeah. So if she's got an NRA tattoo on her forehead that can suck start a Harley, you say... Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Put a bag I'm, on I'm your good, head. I'm good with that. I'm, <laughs> bad, bad, bad. I'm be fine, right?
3: Put a hat on her. Is that uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> a MAGA hat? Me,
0: oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. she went there. <laughs> yeah, she did.
1: So, folks, right, obviously, we love having fun with this stuff. Uh, and that kind of brings us to the end of that segment on political division in our country and whether it affects people in the lifestyle. There's a bunch of different opinions here. But one thing I want to point out to you guys is we don't all agree here. Even Mallory and I don't agree on everything but you have to find a way to come together because if nobody comes this thing sucks
0: so we've got to
1: have a good time uh, Mallory why don't you tell everybody how they can find us before we come back with a special episode of Mallory and Sheila's Toy, toy
0: Box yeah tell well, them where they can find us alright guys you can find us at www.casualswinger.com if you'd like to send us an email it's podcast at casualswinger.com you can find us as Casual Swinger on Twitter Facebook and Cassidy, and SLS, as well as Instagram.
1: We're all over the place, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. We're gonna take a quick break and come back with the Toy Box, you're listening to Casual Swinger.
0: Welcome back to Casual Swinger, everybody. Mickey and I want to thank our special guests today, Frank and Sheila, for joining us. This has been so much fun. (laughs) Greatly appreciated. They're giggling like assholes over here. As usual. Yeah. Yeah, During the break, they said they'd love to join us again, so we're going to make future plans to have them back as guests. So you guys are joining us for Mallory's Toy Box today, and I'm going to include Miss Sheila in on this. Um, We have a toy here that is a waterproof massager. It's a wand. Correct? It's a wand. It's a wand. And it's made by a company called Lush. Um, it's a passion wireless therapeutic massager that's waterproof. And it is described as a one. This thing comes in many colors. Um, and it's a great little toy. This one was actually discovered um, a few years ago on a trip. They were giveaways. We used them for a game we called a Vibrator Rodeo,
3: right? Absolutely. Yeah, that was a great time, wasn't it? I am three for four for Vibrator Rodeo. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say. I win every time except for with one particular person, unfortunately. <laughs> and Vibrator Rodeo
1: is coming up here uh, on our next trip. So, uh, so we so play we, that in maybe, Edo, right? And we
3: can team up and make a comeback this time. That, that would oh, be a awesome. comeback. I love it. Uh, well, Well, I see
0: very punny today, Nikki. very, very (laughs) punny. Um, What I love about this thing is it's not super subcompact, but it's compact enough that it's easy to travel with.
3: Why don't you tell us about your experiences with this? Because this is like your old reliable. This is your favorite toy. This is my third one. (laughs) I won the first one. I bought a second one, and then I recently dropped it, and the vibrating mechanism moved inside of the shaft of the wand and was not where it was supposed to be so then I had to buy another one <laughs> but I literally I put this thing through the washer mm-hmm. by accident it was with the sheets and it survived so that's how waterproof it is however awesome. it's waterproof not submersible because mm-hmm. I was harassing people in the pool with it and then it died after that yes, so so just keep shower that in mind. Play. shower totally play totally fine Things so it, like that. It wasn't
1: but, wanton masturbation that broke it. It was.
3: No, it was, you know. Poor <laughs> care. Poor care, yeah. Know? Shocker. But <laughs> yeah. at the price of twenty four ninety five on Amazon Prime, yeah. you can't go wrong. So this is a budget toy. This is a absolutely. It is a value. It is a value. A value toy. Toy. Very much so. You get so. so much for your yes. money. And for me, I like a vibrator, I like on. I don't like the settings. There's like 10 different settings on it or something. Which I like, but like you said, you can just turn it on and go. And I'm good to go. Yeah. So I love this thing. Um, What do you love about the design of it? it Because you were telling me about the head (laughs)
2: She's
1: a horsepower girl.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not on. It's on plus. Is there another plus? Hopefully there's two pluses. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And then she might be happy.
3: Well, and I feel like there used to be two additional speed settings to it, but maybe that changed or something like that. Because I also remember it was smooth mm-hmm. all the way and now it has this like quilted look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's three buttons. There's on, there's power and then there's the different settings as well. Like the, the, pulsing, the pulsing vibrations or, and or, stuff.
0: Know. But you were telling me there's a, a one that's very similar to this. It's called the Shibari. Um, it's about 10 to $20 more. And I think the biggest difference between the two of these is the head. Yes. The continuity of so head. what yeah. I really
3: like about this one is actually that it's not so flexible. The Shibari we gave away the mini Shibari halos, I believe they're called. Uh-huh. And um it was fine. I liked it, but mm-hmm. the head was actually a little too flexible, and I felt like I couldn't target it where I wanted it. Right. And I've noticed with some toys, if
0: they are too flexible, um, you can't get that extra additional pressure yes. that you're looking for. Because I'm, yes. I am also a power queen, but I'm also a pressure queen. Yes. Agreed. So. As are you. Yes. Yeah. As am I. Yeah. Yes. So. And this is a great thing. It's totally rechargeable. How long do you think it stays charged for?
3: Oh, a long time. Like I mean, how many uses? Because. What do you mean by you? <laughs> <laughs> with, with,
2: with our sessions or I'm her usually, sessions,
3: I'm usually three is a, a
2: stretch, but yeah. it can
0: do three.
3: Okay, and yeah. you guys have pretty long sessions. They can yeah.
2: be, yeah, they can be long sessions. Well, and I, but, I
3: unfortunately have started taking longer to have my first orgasm, which I'm very upset about. But um, it it lasts, and I think part of it is probably I don't know if this is a plus or a minus, but I feel like when you first turn it on, it has more power, and then it loses juice a little bit. But it's still it's still very strong um the other thing this is not for this toy in particular but i think i've noticed that i'm start getting a little numb when I think i'm over vibrating yeah i've taken five to ten second pauses in between yes, and that yes. definitely helps it just makes a, a huge little tip difference. out there yeah because otherwise you're just going 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 and you're like i feel great but this is not Getting me to where I need to. So I've been doing the same thing where I do the on and off thing, and Mm. you know you have to accept that you're not getting your orgasm right now. But it's still, you know, still it, going to be good it's when It's going to be along. amazing. And, you know, the nice thing is with this one, we know so many people who have them. Everyone who's tried this has seemed to love it. Love it. I mean, and it's I like, get it for everybody that I it's know. It's a great stocking stuffer. It's a great stocking <laughs> stuffer. It's for it's the awesome. right people. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. But, okay. but, you know, now I have three charging cables for it because I'm <laughs> on, my, on my third one. That's um, lovely, yeah, there's one in up. the car. Well, one in the car, and I love, I've had
0: that before. I love that it's it's a silicone cover, so it's easy to clean, yes. easy to sanitize. Yes. Um it doesn't collect like fuzz. Have you ever thrown it in the bag or the drawer before? And like some of them just collect all yep. this like no, this extra nice. lint. This one does not. No, it's um, very
3: sleek. Um, it comes with a little baggy, you know, it fits yes, right a in. Yes, carrying case. And yeah, you like can, a little carrying bag. And you can put the charger in there as well. It's fantastic. But I have bought it for friends of mine um, <laughs> going through divorces. I'm like, here <laughs> honey, try this. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so
0: great. It's mm-hmm. also great because it's also another compact one that's good enough for um,
3: group or Yes, use with double a partner. Play. Absolutely. Yes. So um, I know I've used it that way before. It's kind of awkward with any kind of toy to kind of use it with somebody mm-hmm. i think it's small enough though because um, it's not like a hitachi where it has the giant head yeah you know i do
0: love my hitachi don't get me wrong but i, I mean that's a for me that's not a group play that's a single. No, solo that, play. that's just
3: by yourself and yeah. the hitachi is nice because you have different attachments you can use this is just a one-time deal however it's Fantastic! It is my go-to every single time. I don't want to use anything else. I have many toys, and I'm always uh, going with this one. And it's also, you know, nice. Like I said, with a partner, um, your partner can feel a little bit too. Yeah. So, um, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I endorse um, it
0: as well. So at 25 <laughs> bucks this is a big winner. This squirting. is a huge, huge, winner, huge. huge winner. Huge winner. Yeah. It, it's a it's, it's got Quality, the feel.
2: performance value and satisfaction. And, and we yeah.
1: take a couple dozen of these things to Hito with us. We give them away as prizes. We use them for vibrator rodeo. Everybody yeah. gets their own so everybody's a winner, right? Who is not a winner when you get a free vibrator and an orgasm? Exactly. Thank you. Or <laughs> a broken toe. <laughs> or a broken toe. That was your fault for squirting. I uh. did break a toe when I saw it. That, that That's a true story for another time, guys. Uh, so, do so you have anything else to add? Tell people where they can find it.
0: Okay, we're going to post a link to this toy um, with the podcast, but it's made by a company called Lush. It's the Passion Wireless Therapeutic Massager Waterproof Wand. I know that's a mouthful. Again, we will post this. It comes in many colors. Sometimes the colors, especially if you're buying in a warehouse... Um, subsidiary like a, an amazon.com or something like that um, they may defer by color but it's the same product regardless yes. and um, I
3: know for certain it comes in black purple and pink, pink. yep purple seems to be the um, winning color for our group of people at least <laughs> so you know make sure you label your vibrator right. or, or be okay with like sharing. your mom used to do with your underwear <laughs> yeah. when you yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah, well, a lot of
1: different colors there so <laughs>
2: Well, I Put think water- that about- waterproof writing, though.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, make sure
3: you use a sharpie.
1: Well, this has been a lot of fun, right? This is our first time doing an interview segment. We wanted to bring somebody on here that not only served our listener questions, but maybe looked at it the lifestyle from a different angle than we do, right? Because, like you said, you're not necessarily lifestyle, or not necessarily a swinger, but you are a lifestyle. So you definitely do, uh, you know, see things from a different perspective. We really appreciate you guys coming on with us and hosting us in your backyard to do this today. This is definitely different for us but uh, i know mallory and i both had a good time and reminder for naked truth we're all ass naked for this whole thing thank you very much
0: i love boobies i (laughs) do too i've
1: had some beautiful titties and more importantly on our twitter feed and our instagram feed pay attention because i took some pictures today guys Yeah, this is going to well, be. Some all I can
3: stuff. say is that it was my pleasure.
1: Well, you have Aww. been masturbating the whole time we've been sitting <laughs> here. So. On and
3: off, on and off, guys. During uh, the breaks. Yes. The Another testament to Toya to how quiet it is. <laughs> yes. Right,
1: she's been having a good time. So, if you guys are looking for us, you can find us at www.casualswinger.com. You can send us an email at podcast at casualswinger.com. We're on SLS. We're on Cassidy and
0: twitter and facebook and instagram we're everywhere gosh
1: we're casual swinger all over the place we can't thank you guys enough for joining us for our interview and we'll be back in a couple weeks we're headed for hito right guys There let's do it hell yeah thanks a lot we'll talk to you soon